Hello and welcome to round three of Sport D Song. As always, this week I am your host, Alex, and also with me is Rob. Rob, how are you doing? Tired. Two weeks of American fights. I am tired. Exactly. And then there's us two having to do all the research for it and, and put on a show as well for our for all our listeners. I know. Um so people listening, Alex, I'm Alex, Alex Monday QPR, and Rob is Boxing Shrew. And you can find us on Twitter. Get involved with the debates. And also if you want to DM us and come on the show, you are more than welcome. Absolutely. Aren't yeah, and uh, obviously, um, Rob being um, the boxing show on Twitter and the Twitter boxing guru. I wish you'd stop uh, saying that. Well, you know, that it's going to continue because we've worked out that you have been blocked by a few of our uh, future guests as well, which is quite amusing, I must say. <laughs> I still don't even know why. We'll get to it. We'll get to well, it. Well, listen, it, uh, what I say with Twitter boxing, it's all fun and games, isn't it? It's all fun and games. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very desirable place to be as boxing Twitter at the best of times. Yeah. But moving on with the show, Rob, what have we got in boxing news this week? Um, In between the fights, it's, it's been quite quiet. I mean, the big one from the weekend was... um. The retirement of Cal Brook, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's the right decision, but I think um, I, I actually thought he was going to carry on, uh, you know, and, and maybe take a, a Conor Ben or a Eubank Jr. fight or or, yeah. or something else. I don't know. What, what do you think? I mean, my, my point of view on that is um, first, first and foremost, is I'm a huge Kel Brook fan. Me I've too. Just, I've, I've not only thoroughly enjoyed watching his career, but it's just been an absolute joy watching him box. I, yeah. I think I've put on Twitter the other week, his technique, his explosive power in, in the ring, you know, he's just been an absolute joy to watch box. Yeah. And, and, and he's been in some fantastic fights, which I will watch again and again and again. It yeah. was, I will say, it was the icing on the cake to watch him fight against Amir Khan. I think yeah. we were probably lucky to watch him for one last time. And, he put on such a great show, didn't he, Rob? Yeah, he did. And um, he's had a brilliant career. I mean, he's only really lost. Well, he, or I say um, he, he definitely has only ever lost to an absolute elite company. Um, you know, yeah. Kel was a world class fighter. And, you know, probably you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't say so now. But, you know, at his peak, he was world class. But unfortunately, he was in a, in a division with some killers. And, um, you know, when he, he stepped up, you know, a weight or two to, to fight Golovkin, that didn't yeah. work out. But he dared to be brave, you know. Yeah, um, and, and I'm sure we're going to touch on boxers uh, coming up in weights. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But um, <laughs> against with uh, Golovkin, I vividly remember that fight. And I, I, as a fan of Kelbrook, it had so many warning signs around it. I mean, he, he, yeah. he was brave to push up to... I think it was middleweight he fought at the end, wasn't it? That's right. Lamb, lamb to the slaughter, really. Um, yeah. He took the fight when Eubank Jr. didn't. Um, yeah. And then even in his own weight class, like I say, he was up against some killers. And, you know, while off the back of Golovkin, he went in with Spence. I was actually at the Spence fight. It was, oh, um, was you really? Yeah, at Bramall Lane. It was, it was amazing. But, that must um, have been amazing. You know, yeah. in hindsight, looking now at Spence, I mean... What you know, <laughs> there's no disgrace in losing to him. Um, I mean, to, to, to say you was at Bramble Lane for that fight must have just been because it was a, a fantastic fight, and I've watched it back recently. And, and Kelbrook was in it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, I don't, I, I don't think Spencer was at his absolute maximum though. I think he had plenty left, but um, yeah, it was, it was definitely very close. Before um, it's funny because people always argue. Um, Oh well, if it wasn't for the eye socket, uh, you know, he could have had a chance against Golovkin, or he could have um, he could have beaten Spence. But it's a fight, 
that ice yeah. hockey got yeah. broken by his opponent. So you yeah. can't say, yeah. oh, if it wasn't for this. That's like saying if I wasn't knocked out, I'd have won. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and again, we're, we're, with boxing, we all know it's, uh, it's, it's being a dangerous combat sport. Those sort of things happen. Head, headbutts happen, uh, you know, eyes get split, you know, yeah. and, and it's just, it, it's part and parcel of boxing. It just yeah. has to, you know, but... Um, yeah. well, fantastic yeah, career. I mean, you know, he went to America, won the title in America. That does not happen very often for a British fighter. Um, yeah. You know, he, he had some defences against some mediocre opponents, but I think he always needed the the higher... Um, he always needed something on the line for, it to, for him to fancy it. Um, yeah. You know, and I think going out on the back of that Khan win... Um, is amazing you know he's set up for life he hasn't got to worry about his kids future or anything like that he's yeah. um he's clocked the game fair play to him and also just before we move on with, with um with Kelbrook like you said a minute ago Rob there really isn't at his level now he's not going to be fighting for world titles there's not really anything to get the juices flowing I think we've mentioned before Connor Ben they're different weights it's not going to work does he really need to fight Eubank Jr.? Does he need to give Eubank Jr. that payday? I mean, yeah. Well, it was Eubank. Really. It's well, it's it's Eubank Jr., isn't it? He'd have to step up a couple of weights to fight. Um, look, Conor Ben. They might be in the same division, but it, what he doesn't need Conor Ben. I mean, um, no wonder he asked for ten million to fight him because um, risk against reward. I mean, losing to yeah. Conor Ben, he, he doesn't need Conor Ben I mean, at, this, at this moment. Yeah, I I I, I think that um, Kelbrook has fought. Amir Khan, he's given people that domestic pleasure of what we all wanted to see. And, and people say it came five years ago. I don't really care about that. I, I made a few inklings towards it, but really and truly, it didn't really matter on the night, did it? Yeah, well, I mean, um, and he won as well. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, if um, if it was close and he'd have got beat, um, he might have fought on and try and gone for a rematch because um, I think Amir Khan probably is dealing with that defeat better than Brooke would have done if Khan had beat him, to be honest. So, yeah. uh, you know, he got the win he wanted and on a big night. And I mean, that was, that atmosphere was one of the best I've ever experienced. And um, well done. Well done. Oh, yeah, because you were there as well, wasn't you? Yeah. 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 I mean, that walk on, I mean, just magical, absolutely yeah. magical. It's so. he's, he's fantastic. Well, a, a fantastic uh, song as well. And a bit I of know. was absolutely electric. And what else have we got, Rob, in the boxing news? Um, just a few rumours, really. Um, one seems pretty rubber stamped. So we, we spoke the other week on Ben Whitaker. He at, the po- at that point he was the only British Olympian who turned over who hadn't been snapped up by a promoter yet. Yeah. Um, nothing's been officially announced, but some of the more trusted, um, I say in inverted commas, yeah. uh, journalists out there have reported that he's going to be um, teaming up with Sky and and, and Boxer. Um, they, to be fair, they have already taken on a, a you know a few of the, the Team GB and yeah. Um, I think Eddie Hearn confirmed that you know as near as damn it he's, he's going to boxer i think they did make him an offer on uh, matchroom and, and the zone but he didn't take it but mate the power of sky it's it's still a big pull regardless it's still of who's there, isn't it? yeah it's, it's really funny i i know there's always been the the push and shove of boxing promoters and the boxing world but at the moment there, there really is a massive divide isn't there between between the stables and and and, and the promoters on who's having who and unfortunately and yeah versus, yeah and, and and it seems that we there's not there's not really like a large element of stability is there really it seems that you know, Boxer have just arrived and they've teamed up with Sky. We've got Eddie Hearn moving from Sky, going to DAZN. Um, yeah, Frank, seems... Frank Warren and BT. Frank, Frank Warren and BT. It does seem to be a bit 
all over the place. But I suppose that is just the nature of boxing, really, isn't it? It is, but it's only getting worse. More promoters, more channels, um, you know, more parties that are not willing away, you know, willing to give away, um, a, you know, even a, a small slice of a pie to some to a competitor. And yeah. the only the only um, parties that are going to suffer are the fighters because they're not going to get the big fights if they're on rival promotion deals or or TV broadcasters um, and the fans. You yeah, know, and, um, go on. And I, no, I was just saying. I, I think in the last podcast we mentioned and we said that you know these bigger fights aren't happening so much. It seems that we've got smaller shows with these sort of you know uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? These sort of uh, you know nothing fights so you've got these big big name fighters who should be fighting in these sort of even if you're talking about british titles yeah and they're fighting nobodies and they're fighting journeymen and it's like well you know as fans and spectators you know what we want is for them to put their heads together you know chuck some money around and put the big fights on you know like like it used to be you know yeah i think the only way it's going to end up um is more fighters going I don't know, freelance if you like a free agent where they can a bit like um you know floyd did it he floyd mayweather he didn't in the end he, he didn't bother tying himself down to one promoter it was kind of just doing it himself uh, yeah he sold to the highest bidder really um yeah and that way he was he was able to not cherry pick but you know he, he fought the best out there and he but he could choose when he fought who and 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 where you know and, and he made a ridiculous amount of money for it um, yeah. and, and I think that um, some of your bigger fighters, I think that may end up, you know, happening. I think Terence Crawford, he's cut ties supposedly with top rank. So that could free him up now to go and, and take the Spence super fight. And um, I'm all for it. Indeed. I mean, I, we're looking at Crawford and Spence uh, as boxing fans, even as boxing. If you, you've got boxing experts on the line, it, it just has to happen, doesn't it? Crawford yeah. Spence. I mean, it's it's got to that stage now, hasn't it? Where it's... Uh, mm. There's not it, another it, fight in the world I'd, I'd rather have it rather have been out tomorrow. There yeah. really isn't. So, But um, I'll believe it when I see it. Indeed. Um, anything else we need to catch up with, Rob? Um, AJ Usyk looks like it's going to happen on the um, 23rd of July, probably Saudi. Um, yeah. Um, Connor Ben has been rumours that he might actually fight, um, get that step up that people have been moaning that he hasn't been doing. Um, oh, right. Ho- so, Jose yeah. Ramirez, um, the guy that Josh Taylor beat at lightweight for the... Um, uh, sorry, um, like welterweight for the undisputed. Um, Mar- uh, Ramirez, easy for me to say, um, <laughs> maybe moving up in weight. Um, and the rumour is he might fight Conor Ben in the summer. Um, nice. That's a big step up. But to be honest, Conor Ben has so many haters. I don't think he can win with that because, yes, Ramirez, is he was a world-class, um, you know, unified like welterweight champion. But yeah. if he comes up to welterweight and Ben does beat him, People will only moan, in my opinion, that um, oh, he was too small. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can't but, you can't win, can you? Well, I, I, I think uh, as we uh, move on to the next section after the boxing news, we're going to look at the massive, huge fights that have taken place in the world of boxing over the last sort of couple of weeks or so, um, and uh, there's a few uh, controversial issues and talking points coming up in there as well as in terms of weight classes. And who we deem to be pound for pound best fighter. Yeah, definitely. And a few dodgy judges scorecards for once, eh? <laughs> well, there we go, Rob. It wouldn't be... Have a few dodgy sport cards to chat about. And a moan from me. And a moan from you. Let's move on to, <laughs> um, let's move on to the fights that have happened recently. 
Right, this next part of Sport to Song, me and Rob are going to be talking about all the latest fights that have happened in the world of boxing. As always, as we say, get please get involved in the debates on Twitter. I know the uh, boxing Twitter guru, Rob, gets involved in some very steaming debates on Twitter. Um, but anyway, Rob, where shall we start first with our catch-up? Um, do it in order, shall we, Taylor Serrano? Taylor Serrano, Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Yeah. Bef- before we do, Square Gardens. Go before, before we do, um, yeah. before we go into it, who did you have winning? Um, to, I'll be totally honest with you on this one. I, I didn't have a huge opinion on it. I thought it was a very, it's, for me, it was a 50-50 fight. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't too sure. I, I, I certainly didn't believe that Katie Taylor was going to go there and dominate Serrano. Yeah. Um, but but like you said before, we go into it. I was very very surprised at how Serrano performed. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, it was in uh, New York, the Madison Madison Square Gardens. It looked stunning. It was a stunning spectacle. I don't like using the women's game, but obviously, women boxers. It was a huge spectacle. They were topping the bill as well, weren't they? Yeah. But, amazing. Um, who, who did you have on for Rob before the fight? I'm not sitting on the fence here. I had it a draw. I scored it as I went. Oh, really? And then, um, yeah. And then, um, and then I, I watched it back um, the next morning once I'd yeah. recovered from my jet lag. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then I scored it the same again. Um, but the funny thing, when I scored it second time round, I actually yeah. switched two rounds. So like during it, one of the Taylor rounds, I gave to Serrano and vice versa. So um, whilst my score was still the same come the end, and, and I had it a draw, um, what the scorecard actually read two rounds so, different if that makes sense yeah so that that, that does matter that's a very interesting point but what i'm saying did you think before the fight oh um before the fight i i thought katie taylor was going to win i, I just um, I, I had money on it yeah i had money on taylor points um I, I just didn't you know serrano um seven division world champion fantastic yeah. but you know i think it's something that i have been slated for saying it but I do believe in it, but I do. I really like the women's boxing, and and it's come a long way very quickly. But I yeah. do believe that the depth still isn't there at the minute in some of the divisions. Um, yeah, you know, you know, you can become a world champion quite quickly in some divisions in five or six fights, which you know, in a male game, that isn't realistic. Um, but it is improving. But for that reason, anyway, um, Serrano, you know, coming through the fighters that she has, yeah, she'd never come up against anything like Katie Taylor, and and I thought that Katie Taylor's resume. Um, was way better, um, but fair play. I, I massively underestimated Serrano. Um, the power. I mean, we'll go. We'll go into the fight in a minute. But um, put it this way: three minute rounds, she'd have had Taylor out of there in that one round, wouldn't she? Yeah, and I, yeah, I, you, that's another issue we need to obviously address with with, with the women's women's game. So, um, like, like you said, Rob, with um, Serrano being, she's a seven weight world champion. She's gone up through. Uh, from 115 pounds to 140 pounds, like you said, yeah. the depth of the women's game isn't isn't quite there. No. However, that that that's still some feat, and it shows that Katie Taylor was certainly coming up against yeah. an opposition that she may have not faced this type of quality before. Definitely, I mean, and no. I think the one thing I would say about Serrano as well. Sorry, mate, to interrupt. Um, she's gone. She's got seven division, um, you know, seven division world champion, but she hasn't mm. just gone up. She keeps coming up and down, so that's even harder. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is quite remarkable. It and, is. Um, 
and and yeah, like we're saying, I mean, the, the fight in itself was just it. It's got to be tipped for one of the fights of the year already, hasn't it? I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely up there. It was a fantastic spectacle to watch. Um, I I I personally, if I'm if I'm watching it from my point of view, where when when I watch fight or about whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. I tend to go on. Like I know you're very good at scoring sort of rounds and sort of keeping it tight. I've never been great at that. I sort of give my overall feel of how the yeah. how the twelve rounds went, and I thought Serrano won the fight. Did you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I personally think if if you, you know as as a fight in itself and not scoring rounds so much, I, I think she dominated the majority of the rounds. I know Katie Taylor did show some good strength and she showed some fantastic boxing skills in the latter rounds but I just think the fight was won uh, from round one to six and I don't think that Taylor really sort of won all of the last rounds I think mm. I think Serrano did enough to nick it I mean it, it would have been by one or two rounds exactly but, and... But, but, and, it, and it was very close and you could potentially have even scored it a draw but I, I just think that that type of fight and how it went, it was quite two sided in in regards to you had one half of the fight where Serrano dominated, and then the second half of the fight where Taylor sort of showed her boxing ability. But I, I think from what the judges how they scored it, it, it it wasn't really a draw. You couldn't really draw that fight, could you? It it was you know it was it was definitely a, a definite winner there. And I, and I I sit on the Serrano fence. I think it was uh, I think she showed the most aggression. And she almost dropped Taylor in the fifth round, didn't she? Yeah. Well, so, fa- fair enough. What you've just said there is absolutely fair enough. I mean, yeah. um, six four either way um, is is not is not a robbery. Um, no. There were some cards that were a little bit wide. Um, yeah. But um, I think that just shows how close some of the rounds were. I mean, I scored it differently the second time I watched, albeit my you know my final score was the same. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say about Serrano though, and and, and I did tweet about this um, was. I think um, optically, like she, she did look more dominant than Taylor, but yeah. and the punch stats are actually quite um, misleading because she actually outpunched Taylor in the fight, but yeah. she only outpunched her in I think four of the rounds. So when so when she did win the round, she was extremely dominant and and she she won the rounds heavy. Um, yeah. For instance, round five. I mean, how Taylor got through that, I have no idea. The heart no, she yeah, had to, yeah, yeah. to get through that. Um, so and I, I don't know. Um, it's funny because obviously I haven't scored, um, you know, Serrano losing. But I just think that if just because you win three or four rounds extremely heavy, you still only won three or four rounds. It's not, it's you know, it's not enough to win you the fight. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, what, I don't. Yeah. What I'm going to say to you, Rob, I'm, I'm going to earmark this and say you are absolutely spot on, and and it's where. It's where, you know, how I sort of watch and would score a boxing bout. I, I don't know whether it comes in as a traditional or what, I don't know. But what, what in what you're saying is completely right. I mean, if, if a boxer dominates three to four rounds, but then slacks off or the other boxer. Yeah. So in what you're saying, I completely agree with you that, that there was a good, strong chance that Taylor could have won that fight. But f- for me, looking at it as an overall contest, I look at it and believe Serrano won. Yeah. Hey, look, I had a draw, so I didn't have either of them winning. So um, yeah. I completely understand where you're coming from. But and, and, and so also, interesting, oh, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is very interesting, and and, and it shows how this fight really does need to be a rematch between uh, oh, yeah. Taylor and Serrano. And and um, Serrano, the uh, the Puerto Rican boxer, she was originally quite humble in defeat, wasn't she? So in the ring, yeah. she said, "You know, well, you know, we sort of, you know, Look best person won." Yeah. But she, she sort of uh, this week, she sort of retracted on that, and she sort of said, "Well, you know, she feels a bit, she feels not not so much robbed, but she doesn't feel that Taylor did enough to win the fight." No. Which goes back to your scorecards, really, doesn't it? Yeah, and she she played the weight game as well. The next day, a video come out of her saying that, look, I'm still not really at the the lightweight limit, even though it's the day after the fight. And um, I, I don't I don't think it's fair on Katie Taylor for for Serrano to to bring up the weight now. Um, no, yeah, but, yeah. But I um, it, it was amazing, and and like even at, before the bell went, when they came together for the referee's instructions, um, you could just see because obviously the atmosphere was incredible. Um, yeah. Serrano actually looked at Taylor and said, "Like you know, this is crazy. I've never seen a, a, a boxer do that because normally you're in the zone. You know, you, yeah, yeah. you're you're eyeing up your um, your opponent, or you're just completely looking away from them. But yeah. she actually tried to engage in conversation with Taylor and say, look, look what we're doing. You know, I look know, what we've yeah. done for it. It's amazing. And, um, and, and, and I think you know, I, I think when we draw back, or when spectators, when when you draw back and and look at the bigger picture on this." Like we said before, this this is potentially fight of the year. It was yeah. just from a spectator's point of view, it was just fantastic to see the Madison Square Gardens fall. Um, it was fantastic. Sold out, see, yeah. yeah, sold out. It was fantastic to see this fight headlining the show as well. The title, you know, yeah. and, and um, I, I think boxing ultimately won on the night, didn't it? You know, we, 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 we've had a lot of controversy with like like we've said with judges' score scorecards, but. This this was this was a celebration, and like you said, um, like you you observed, you know, even Serrano was saying, you know, look, this is this is incredible. Look so what the, we did, yeah. The, the, the rematch, they're talking about um, Croke Park, and I can't think of anywhere better. What an amazing, you know, and it would it was definitely sell out, wouldn't it, Croke Park as well? It's a big ask. I mean, um, going from nineteen thousand sellout in MSG to seventy it's or eighty thousand. Yeah, well, the only place it can happen is in Ireland. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think. Uh, again, with all due respect, I don't, I don't think um, that re- rematch. Also, because it's it's ten two minute rounds, I don't think you know it. It would sell out a stadium apart from in Ireland because, I mean, she she's got to be one of the greatest um, Irish exports, uh, you know, certainly in, in sports that that they've ever had. Um, so she, yeah. and she deserves it. You know, she's she's come through. A lot, uh, you know, from her upbringing, um, you know, she won gold in London. It didn't work out in Rio. And then to turn pro and and do what she's done. And and even five, six years ago when she turned pro, the women's game was not what it is now. And look at how many, you know, good female fighters are out there now and big fights being made. It's all because of her and, you know, that that era. I know there were, you know, some in the 80s and 90s, but... Um, you know, get she got women's boxing into the Olympics, and people should never forget that. No, she did. And, and uh, are we are we also giving a little bit of a shout out to Eddie Hearn as well? Because I, I think he did, you know, as a boxing promoter, he did a lot for for women's boxing, especially Katie Taylor as well. I mean, he put her on the platform initially, didn't he? He did. And, he did. And, they and, well. and, and he, he did raise the profile as well. And then you've also got um, who's the celebrity boxer that gets on the act as well? Jake he, Paul. Jake Paul. That's it. Yeah. You, you've even got him on in on the act. Sort of, uh, yeah, sort of banging the Serrano drum. I'm not yeah. being funny, but the, the the bloke pulls in I don't know millions of viewers to it, and if if he's going to add, if he's going to add not only 
you know, sort of a bit of good publicity to boxing, but also yeah. to the women's game. It, it, it's not a bad shout, is it? Hundred percent. And um, and you know, a lot of people were slating it during the week, saying, "Oh, I barely heard about it." Well, they had between a million and two million um, viewers, and yeah. uh, you know, who said who said that um, women can't sell? Do you know what I mean? It's um, you sell out MSG and get those figures on the same night that Shakur Stevenson's fighting in America. I mean, it's yeah. outstanding. It really is. No, absolutely. It was it was a phenomenal, phenomenal night. And the Bray Bomber goes on in victory. And let's hope that the rematch um, occurs at Croke Park. So that would who, be amazing. Who wins a rematch, Alex, before we go? Um, oh, I don't know. I mean... I, I think I, Serrano would need a knockout before um, to get a draw, to be honest, in Ireland. <laughs> I mean, it depends on a few things, doesn't it? But I mean, I, I would have to back... Serrano again. I I I really really liked watching her box. I thought she was a fantastic boxer. I think she was exciting. Uh, I think her combination punching was amazing. And you know, like like we've chatted before, and you, we mentioned this contention about the two minute round. I mean, had it been three minute, would we would we be looking at stoppage or? I think so. Yeah, I think she, so, she was absolutely gone. Yeah, so so it's it's a strange one. I mean, for for me, I'm gonna have to stick with Serrano as much as you know. Katie Taylor's done. Yeah. Great for the boxing, and she's probably likely to win. I, I, I would have to hedge my bets with Serrano. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think it being in Ireland is a massive factor. It's a bit of like um, funny, funny. I mean, the irony in it. It's a bit like going to fight Canelo in Vegas. Do you know what I mean? You, you have to. <laughs> yeah. you, you have to win eight or nine rounds to get a draw. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, that's but, true. But like, I oh, know I'm only joking. But it's it's a similar sort of thing. I mean, it's... What, I, what... I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a tri- it, is, it is a tricky one, but we'll have to just we'll have to just wait and see what happens. But um, there's a, there's a lot still to be done in the women's game, like you said, uh, that the depth of it isn't quite there. No. But um, you know, with shows like this and fights like this, long long may it continue, and long may we be uh, have these great fights popping up. Yeah, is it fight of the year for me though? Definitely so far. So far, definitely. I mean, uh, can, can we not forget Wood versus Conlon? Yeah, I know we've that, covered that's... it a lot, but yeah. I mean, you know, Wood Conlon's got to be in there, you know, there or thereabouts because it was just as good. But I, I think if you're looking at the spectacle and you're looking at the night and you're looking at it being in New York, especially in Madison Square Gardens, yeah, you know, it does just tip the edge at the moment. Hey, mate, what about that last um, that last 30 seconds where they both just stood there, planted their feet and just went for it? It was amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it, it was it was absolutely fantastic. It really yeah. was. What what have we got next, Rob? What are we moving on to? Um, well, I stayed up after that and watched Stevenson, so um, we'll go with that, yeah? You absolute hero. Did you have the matchsticks in your eyes? Mate, I was so tired. Do you, you know, normally wait, um, staying up, like for instance, the Canelo one at the weekend, staying up yeah. until four o'clock is actually quite difficult, but it, it's more, dif- it's easier if you've got an East Coast, like obviously a Taylor Serrano and East Coast first. Yeah. So you were kind of, I kind of was buzzing after that. So yeah. um, it was starting to get light. The birds were chirping outside. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then I thought, oh, I've got to watch it because if, if I don't, I'll miss something special. And um, yeah. yeah, I was right. Yes, I agree. I mean, it was it, um, Stevenson versus Valdez at £130. Uh, super featherweight fight. It was a unanimous decision that went all the way to Stevenson. Um, quote me if I'm wrong, it was scored 117 to 110, 118 to 109 and 118 to 110, was it? Wide. 
wide. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, very wide. So I mean, it was very, it was extremely wide. Um, we, we both, uh, I know you watched it live, Rob. Um, do, do you score? Do you do you sort of stand with that as well? Are you happy? With I, that? I didn't score this one. I was too tired. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, I've no issue with those scorecards. I mean, I definitely again just optically, he, yeah, he won wide. And um, the one thing I will say is that he made a very very good world class fight and look bang average. Um, and I've always said that. Stevenson is special and um, I, I just think if he doesn't go undisputed um, in this division it will only be because the fights aren't big enough and he'll move up um, because if he moves up he's going into a ridiculous division uh, into yeah. the lightweight so um, you can look at there's going to be super fight after super fight and um, I think he could be as good as anything out there in, in the mean, next couple of years pound for pound yeah if you look at Stevenson in terms of his career still relatively and you know considering um, if if we contrast sort of Valdez and Stevenson, yeah. you you know uh, we had a great interview with on uh, DeAndre uh, Savage, and he 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 was pushing heavy towards uh, you know Valdez having a little bit of success late on because yeah you know you're looking at Stevenson as a relatively sort of I wouldn't say young but he's sort of like a he is though isn't he yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and you know with this fight it was a massive clash of contrasting styles wasn't it yeah it and we was, got yeah. Stevenson who, who's just you know tenacious very clean good boxer but you know likes to get in a scrap and likes to dominate yeah and, and then you've got Stevenson with his sort of almost quote me if I'm wrong here sort of Mayweather-esque sort of slip and slide you know sort of yeah to an great, extent great, yeah. great counter punching and sort of beautiful defense yeah. to watch as well I mean the way effortless he's, yeah, the, the the way he just his footwork and how he moved and evaded some of Valdez's attacks was just like you said, it made it look easy, didn't he? Really, relatively. I think he had plenty left as well, which is which is frightening. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked he looked very very good. I mean, there were times when he was grinning at him. I mean, yeah, you know, you're fighting a guy who's got a, a very good knockout record. He's yeah. you know he is a, a world level fighter, and um and you're. You're, you're laughing at him. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's the arrogance, but um, it, it's admirable, isn't it? But but yeah, but part of me loves to see that because yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've got this young boxer on the top of his game. You know, he's 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 looking at looking down the barrel of pound for pound stardom. You know, like because yeah. he's he, he's up there, isn't he? Really, with that with that mantle. And he's top he's ten, in, isn't he? Huh? He's top ten. Yeah, he's top ten, and, and and he's gone in there with Valdez, who we've, you know, I, I personally thought Valdez was going to cause him a few more issues, and obviously DeAndre Savage, who we had on um, an interview in the twelfth round, he he was the same. He felt that Valdez would drag him into a bit of a late sort of doggy boxing battle, but it just didn't happen, did it? And, and yeah. like I, said, I didn't think he would. I, I didn't. I didn't think. Um, no, I don't think he'd give him too many issues. Yeah, you stuck to that, didn't you? You actually said you, you didn't believe he was going to cause it. Yeah, I, I told a, a heavyweight from Vegas that I disagreed with him. I was thinking about that afterwards. I was thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and yeah, <laughs> you, you, you almost uh, you almost put yourself forward for mince me as well, so <laughs> challenging him in in in, a heavy, in the heavyweight division, Rob. I know, I know. Well, there's, there's still time for that. I, I think it's, <laughs> we can still make it happen. No, no, thank you. No, um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, I, me and Rob were talking about on uh, Sport This Song. We've also been doing some uh, interviews with boxers. And if you look on our um, shows that we put up on on our Twitter, podcast, yeah. yeah, we've got the 12th round, which is our new show where we will be interviewing boxers. And our last show was DeAndre Savage. It was very good, wasn't it, Rob? Good fun. So funny. What a character. He was an absolute fantastic character. And the reason why we're bringing him into the conversation about Stevenson is that 
he was actually there for the weigh-in, wasn't he? Yeah, and, and I, um, I believe he was in he was in the gym as well when um, Valdez was training, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, and, and I think he even went to the fight as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, it was very good, very very funny character. He was a fantastic character to have on the show. And um, yeah, and he, he, he mentioned about Valdez potentially pushing on strong at the end, but uh, yeah. it wasn't to be. And no, like just said, a... Yeah, unanimous decision was was quite a fairly easy one to judge, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, def- well, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, just on the uh, on the twelfth round as well. Like, um, I won't name names, but we've got some really good people coming up, haven't we? Indeed, we have. So, people listening to Sport to Song, this being round three, uh, also check out the twelfth round. And like Rob said, we've got some really interesting and intriguing boxers coming on the show. Um, so keep an eye on our Twitter feed as well for those coming up. They are yeah. good fun. Um, what else have we got, Rob? Um, well, we'll move on to Canelo, shall we? Indeed. The subject of Canelo. What do you do with Sal Canelo Alvarez? <sighs> so he's jumped up to the light heavyweight division against uh, Dimitri Bivol. Uh, it was in the mecca of boxing Las Vegas. Um, in the T-Mobile arena. And what did you think of the fight, Rob? How do you reckon it went? Um, I, I did score this one. Um, I scored it eight eight rounds to four to Bivol. Um, right. how, how those judges... I mean, there was a few people online who, who have actually said they had it close, which does surprise me, but, you know, each to their own. Um, but all three judges, when, when they were... I mean, we'll go into the fight, but... When they read out those cards, well, when yeah. the, first of all, sorry, when the fight finished, I thought absolute nailed on winner here. There's there's no argument for Canelo taking this whatsoever, not even a draw. But yeah. then, and I and I thought I thought these judges, I thought you dare, you, you dare yeah, yeah, try yeah, and yeah. take this guy yeah. away. You yeah, know, like, like you said, Canelo in Vegas and all that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought you you dare try and take that away from him now, um, and his belt. And and as they read out. All three judges scored it was saying 115, 130. Yeah, 115, I thought, 113. I yeah. thought F and L, like this is one round swing. Yeah. And and then I was just waiting for them to say I'm a new and, and I would have been absolutely ripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But luckily they got the right winner, albeit I just thought the scorecards were ridiculously close compared to how the fight went. But um yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's it's strange because you you gave Canelo four rounds, and you know, what watching that back, I even think that was pretty generous, really. Yeah, there were a few, but I could have given to Bivol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, it, it I, I mean, it's hard to work out Canelo. Me personally, what I'm going to say here is, um, and I think you put out a tweet earlier about who is now, you know, <laughs> does does Canelo slip from the pound for pound best? And for me, you know. You have to admire Canelo for going up to to light heavyweight. He's he, he's again, doing things. Again, yeah, 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 again, uh, yeah. Of course, because who did he fight last? Uh, time? Kovalev. Um, that was it. Kovalev. But, yeah, yeah. Which, which was, was not Kovalev. Bivol was, you know, Kovalev was past it. Um, he was there for the payday, hundred percent. And Bivol, you know, he was a fresh, young enough, um, live, like natural light heavyweight as well. And yeah. um, Canelo's power just did not carry and but, did not affect him at all. That's the, the, the thing is with it, and I mention them, mentioning them in the same breath. You got you got boxers like Kel Brook who's pushing up through different weight classes and losing. Canelo, as we know, likes to do the same. There's nothing there's there's nothing sort of wrong, or there's nothing sort of damning on someone's record for pushing up a weight and losing. Dare I, to be great. I I, I I I don't think that it's something to be judged. I I, I think for Canelo on this on this respect, he doesn't lose. 
anything really by going up into that weight division. And he certainly doesn't lose any of his, his stardom because it's... No way. You know, he, he's putting it all on the line for doing that. I mean, he, yeah. he, he could happily sit, you know, at a lower weight and just swim around and fight all these sort of, you know, boxers that we don't really want to see him fight. But he's, yeah. you know, he's, he's taken on Bivol, who's undefeated. And, um, yeah, it hasn't quite worked out for him, has it? I mean, there, there no. was some, for me, there was some strange elements to it and I haven't really no one's really sort of answered it but he was laying a lot of shots onto the arms of Bivol yeah a bit like well, Callum Smith when he fought Callum Smith yeah, when he fought Callum Smith and I, I don't understand what what is that what's that trying to achieve well I mean the thing with Callum Smith was he, he couldn't I can't remember which hand it was but he, he got battered on the arm so much that um, he couldn't throw properly um, oh right and and I think that was the only way through for, for Canelo in this fight anyway but um, you know he did he did mark Bibble up but um, just go, just I mean just going back to your point there about moving up in weight I mean yeah. he's a modern great that is daring to be greater and I, I, yeah, yeah. there's no issue with that at all I mean no, 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 no. Um, I've, I've, yeah like you said I, I put that tweet out earlier about you know where does this affect Canelo on the pound for pound list, um, yeah. and what is your top three now? And um, I, I think it would be scandalous to not have him in your top three still. Because oh, no. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. still he's still like the undisputed super middleweight champion. I mean, bar Josh Taylor, I mean, most of the you know the, the undisputed or unified champions are quite high up on the the, the, um, the pound for pound. I think Taylor's just inside the top ten. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some funny replies, to be fair, on that thing. I mean, some of the names that were put in there were, were very funny. Jake well, Paul. Yeah, I did read some of them, actually. And, you know, that, that is the beauty of Twitter. It's funny. It's, it's funny. It's absolutely yeah. hilarious. But, yeah, um, sort of going going back to the punching on the arms, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what tactic that is, but obviously someone may know. It's this clearly, he's clearly trying to do something. Yeah. And like you said, uh, Callum Smith couldn't even throw properly after having no. that sort of damage but what what i did notice uh which uh, bivol doesn't get much i mean it, he is getting the plaudits he deserves but he just fought a very good fight against canelo didn't he brilliant it it was almost it was almost like it was um how to how to word it really it was almost like how dare you come into my division and try and take my title like that was how he how he fought um he, he just swatted him away um taking the punches to the arms as well you got to remember Callum Smith was a super middle whereas Bivol's a, a you know a natural light heavyweight um you know Smith had boiled down to super middle and it just yeah. didn't it didn't affect him and um his jab was fantastic um the, the, it's just for me the, the power of Canelo just did not carry up and, and I think he's found his, his ceiling um, yeah I, I, I think you might be right but you know going back to to Bivol very quickly he he basically used all of his attributes to the yeah. highest highest goal. So he, he used his height, he used his reach, like you said, Robbie. He, he used the jab uh, very well, and he, he just he landed the cleaner and harder shots throughout the whole fight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and, he did. And, he did. And, and also, did you see some of his counter punching as well? Beautiful. Some of his counter punching, and it, 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 as soon as he got that counter punching, he just let a flurry of shots go, which which, mm. which just. It not only looked great for the judges and people watching, but he was he was backing Canelo up. Definitely, and and, and, and as a yeah, it, it just he just looked like the more dominating boxer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and I think as a result of that, he kept the crowd very quiet. I mean, considering um, it was Cinco de Mayo weekend, and you know that place yeah. was absolutely rammed with yeah, Mexican yeah. Canelo fans, he kept them very quiet, and and. I think um, as as good as Canelo is, 
he massively feeds off the buzz and the energy from the crowd. And, yeah. and that just wasn't there because Bivol kept them quiet, a bit like in, in the football, you know, if you, if you go in and yeah, keep yeah, the home yeah. crowd, get an early goal and keep the, the you know, the, the home crowd quiet, it can make a big difference. And I, I do think that that, that made a difference. Um, the, one, the one thing I was going to ask you um, about Canelo was um, how do you think the the diet thing came into it? Because yes, he made weight and he looked fantastic on the scales as yeah. he always does. But there, there were sort of big reports that he'd actually um, had a vegan diet on on the build up to this. Now I'm not here to say what who should be vegan or you know meat eating and all that. <laughs> that is not this podcast. <laughs> that, but, might, that, um, that might be another podcast. But do you do you think that here. do you think that that can that affected him because I do. I certainly do. Um, oh, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have any idea whether a, a vegan diet would sort of cause the demise of strength, power, conditioning. I mean, I, I've got no idea. I mean, yeah. is it an argument that Canelo's mentioned or his trainers have mentioned? I mean, I don't know. But it's... he hasn't used it as an excuse. I mean, after the fight, he. Um... I think my uh, my Spanish isn't very good, but I heard excuse, no excuse, so no, um, I no think excuse, that means no excuses. I don't know. It, it, I think that's something for people. I mean, is, is veganism in in sport? Is is it a thing? I I, I honestly don't know. Um, for me, it more be that he it was new. He'd never done this before. Like, um, if you you know. It, if he'd been vegan through the whole of his career, you couldn't use it as an excuse. But he's obviously drastically changed his diet for this camp. Uh, um, are we bringing in Mexican beef here? Is that oh, be, uh, yeah. Let's not. Let's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we won't bring in Mexican beef. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know whether that would. I'm, I'm sure he has got nutritionists coming out of his ears who would uh, probably gladly tell him if he's losing power or punch resistance. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, the one thing I will say against Bivol is he's a fantastic champion. Yeah. Um, he, he fought a great fight against a smaller man. However, the smaller man was potentially, in some people's eyes, in mine certainly, the pound-for-pound pound best fighter on the planet. So you can't knock him for this victory. Like he said, he wants to go away and enjoy it, um, enjoy being the champion. So I thought before, during, and after the fight, he had this amazing calmness about him. Yeah. Um, even during the fight, there was this fantastic moment, which doesn't escape my mind, where Bivol was literally just backed Canelo into the ropes. Yeah. Let, let a fl flurry off. And he's, he's backed off from him, and Canelo's looked at him and said, oh, come on, like, more. Yeah. And, and then Bivol's looked at him and gone, nah, nah don't worry about it, no. Don't oh, draw me into it. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, no, 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 that, that's, that's enough, you know. And it's just fantastic, and it's great to see... A, a champion and a boxer just being complete control of his sort of of the game plan of of how he wants to box Canelo because he knew that Canelo wanted to drag him into the depths you know a spot on absolutely and, and, spot and, on and, and, and Bivol just he fought the beautiful fight I felt and yeah um, he did he did um yeah. do you know <laughs> what what did you think of the, the ring walk situation because um I had a bit of stick for it but a few people agreed. It was pretty split, really. But I think I said something along the lines of, it doesn't matter if you're Canelo or not. Um, if you're a challenger, you should never walk out second. You should all, the, the champion should always walk out second. Now, yeah. um, I know it's Canelo and I know the money's mm. there and it's the big opportunity for any champion to go and get that money and on that stage. But for me, if you're, if you, if you're a challenger to a title, you have very little right to, to walk out yeah second in my opinion i i do agree with you but we're looking i think 
you know, we're looking at TV rights. We're looking at, you know, the fight. Well, should, should it be? Should it be, though? Should it matter? No, it shouldn't be. No, 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 no. It shouldn't matter. So so the challenger should should walk in, should be in first. There's no doubt about that. Mm. But, but, but we're dealing with Canelo here. We're dealing with money. We're dealing with purse, purses. We're dealing with people getting paid. And I, same with Floyd. I, I, it happened with Floyd, didn't it? I know. And and C- C- Canelo is the biggest draw in boxing at the moment. Yeah. So you know, I mean, you've got Fury who's selling out Wembley, but you're looking at Canelo. He's a superstar. And you know, even the fact that he's lost going up to light heavyweight, he's still people. I mean, me personally, you know, he's still a fantastic specimen and a great boxer to watch. So it's he's just a, he's still the face of boxing, isn't he? So yeah, he's, he's the face of boxing. So you know, does the face of boxing come in? You know, second. You know, sorry, I know, I know what you're saying. I, I know exactly. I, I completely understand. I mean, like, from, like, like, like you two... said as well, you, you've got the stadium packed full of Mexicans. It was the carnival, you know. And it was like, yeah, yeah he, he couldn't be upstaged, could he? And I, I, mm. I'm sure how Bivol uh, carried himself. I'm sure he wasn't that bothered. He wanted to get in there no. and do the business, didn't he? So yeah, and and what I loved about Bivol as well that he didn't. Um, too many fighters come in and think, oh, Canelo, thank you so much for the opportunity. This is going to save my life. You know, but this is going to um, sort of set set my life up. Yeah, like I know the money is massive, but um, I like that Bivol went in there, and it wasn't a case of oh, thank you so much for the um, uh, opportunity, Mister Alvarez, and, and sucking up to him because otherwise you beat before you start. Yeah, you know, um, and um, I, I really liked it. And um, <laughs> Bivol actually said today that he had the neck on him to uh, to say, Do you know what, I might go down to super middleweight and uh, beat him again and take all his titles. This was amazing, <laughs> actually. You know, so people listening uh, to the podcast, uh, Rob um, Boxing Shrew, you can follow Boxing Shrew on Twitter, and he put this incredible tweet today saying, you know, what you just mentioned there. So B- the audacity, with, yeah, the audacity of Bivol. You know, he's 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 looking at. Going down a weight and taking on Canelo, you know, to take his all his titles, and I just think that's hilarious. And it's, I, I think I mentioned it's like the schoolyard bully. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. stuff it. I'll, I'll, I'll lose a few pounds and I'll, I'll take the rest of them. So, I mean, <laughs> Canelo must be quaking in his boots. Kick a man you know? while he's down. <laughs> yeah, he must be thinking, hang about this. This isn't going to happen, is it? Yeah. You know, sort yeah. of, um, I, I think yeah. it was probably tongue in cheek. I, I really don't think um, because Bibble's a natural light heavyweight, so for him to boil down um, to Canelo's weight, if you like, is would be quite a big disadvantage. I mean, I still fancy him to, to beat him, but uh, it wouldn't be as uh, one sided as as Saturday night. No, so a quick quick one just before we 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 push on from the Canelo fight. Canelo was quite bullish after the fight in saying that you know rematch. Of course, the rematch is happening because you know he made a quote of saying it it won't end, it can't end like this. Um, wh- whatever you read into that is anyone's guess, but I-, I think he's presuming that it was a lot, um, lot closer than what most people thought, and um, yeah. that that a rematch is definitely on the cards. Do you reckon that's a good shout for Canelo, or do you reckon he sort of, you know, sort of brushes like, this do... one under, brushes this one under the carpet for what? Do I think he should take the rematch? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're, I we're looking know. at quite a I... convincing unanimous decision. I mean, I-, I I can't see how not on the cards though. Um... No, I don't. I don't know. I, um, I've spoke to a few people about this, um, and immediate rematches are so dangerous. I mean, for Joshua Ruiz, for instance. I mean, Joshua Ruiz, he got caught and he never recovered in that first fight. And yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that he would turn it around in a second fight. But 
do if and if you look at Joshua Usyk, he got absolutely outclassed by Usyk. So yeah. do I think that he would win a rematch? No, I don't. No. I don't think so. I'd like him to, but I don't think so. And no. this is a similar situation to that. He, he wasn't caught cold um, or caught with a shot, and he couldn't recover. Mm. He got outclassed on Saturday by a bigger guy in a heavier division, and. Um, I think he will take the rematch because pride comes into it, and he is a champion. And he, you know, he's a, what pound for pound great would turn down a, yeah. a, an immediate rematch. But I think it's very, very risky. And if if he suddenly loses back to back fights against Bivol, um, yes, you can move back down to super middle. But he's already clocked the game. He's won them all. Yeah, he's yeah, won all of them. Yeah. So very, very difficult. I, I would probably say he shouldn't, but I think he will. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's interesting. I, I I think there's still an element of intrigue involved in 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 a rematch. But oh yeah, could it go the same way? Or, you know, and and would that be even more damning on Canelo Canelo's record? Sh- should he just sweep it under the carpet and move on? It's very it's contentious tough to do, isn't it? I mean, for them to have a think about, isn't it? To admit that he's got your number and not going in the rematch, very similar to what AJ's dealing with with Usyk at the minute. It it take a a big a big man to walk away and walking away would admit that he's got your number and that you don't fancy the rematch, wouldn't it? Just on that though, I know we're going to go on to fights coming up, but just a quick one before we do, you mentioned the AJ Usyk fight um, yeah. a little bit. What, what, it's a bit of a strange one for me that AJ's taking it, the rematch again so quickly. I know there's been a bit of a intervening time, um, but do you see that one going the same way as, as the first fight? I do. I do. Yeah. I think he has to take it though, doesn't he? Because again, he can't be seen to. He's got all his belts. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way he's going to get his belts back. I mean, in fact, uh, mention again DeAndre, DeAndre Savage, who we had on the twelfth round, yeah. uh, on the podcast. He he was quite adamant that AJ's going to get his belt back. He, so he said, he said AJ's going to get his belts back. Yeah. Exactly go get your belts, said, AJ. So. <laughs> yeah, go get your belts, AJ. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. we shall soon. We shall see. What, what do you think? Sorry, mate. I was just saying. What, what do you think? What, what do you do? You think he should take it? And what do you think? I mean, I just think it was quite convincing. And I, I, obviously, there's a rematch clause in there, so Usyk just doesn't really have much say on it. But um, yeah, I, I suppose he does have to, doesn't he? He's, he's got no real. I think he just has to. You know, like 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 you've said, and what DeAndre said, he's got his he's got his belts, isn't he? He's he's got to give it another shot, hasn't he? I think so. I yeah. think so. I, I don't know how well he's ranked in the WBC. Um, the one belt that, that obviously Fury has at the minute. I mean, oh yeah. If Fury if Fury vacates it, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Wilder is actually ranked number one, I mean, and, and that's the thing we, we didn't mention Fury. We were quite top heavy Fury in the last sports to song. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so talking of Fury, there, if you know if he does vacate, then we've got we've got a, a world WBC title which is uh, floating in the air. Yeah, and like you said, that goes to Deontay. I mean, one fight I would well, love he'd fight for see. it. Yeah, what, what one fight I'd love to see would be AJ Deontay. I mean, that would just oh. be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, it doesn't matter to me if there's any belts on the line. No, that either. who cares? Just get fire fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? Well, anything else to add at all? Um, not really. Um, the the one thing that we um we both found out today, didn't we? Is that, um a friend of a pod, Liam O'Hare. He's it looks like he's got a date. Indeed, yes. Liam O'Hare, who is a friend of the podcast, when we were doing the pilot shows, he came on and actually guested on the show. It was great yeah, it was brilliant. Fun. Yeah. Great, great fun. I'm sure with this fight looming, we're going to have Liam back on the show to talk about the fight and his preparation for the fight. 
Um, I have spoken to Liam and he has suggested that he's got some good time in front of him for this fight and it's going to be a full, um, you know, a full uh, fight camp. So he's, yeah. he's really, really looking forward to it. And we're um, going to be there. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we are going to get tickets and go and see that. So that will be great. To Not see naming the date time. either, but it actually falls on my birthday. So I'm like, I'm buzzing. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, have to get, I'll have to get you a nice little birthday cake for you to blow a candle out, Rob. There we oh, go. Thanks, mate. But, um, no, it, will be, it will be fantastic. We've got some great boxing fights coming up. Um, Jimmy First, also known as Jimmy the Fist, who we're also going to hopefully have on the show very, very soon. He's a real character. Yeah. Um, he is also fighting in Leeds. I believe that is on the 20th. 21st of May. Correct. We've got that coming up. What else have we got coming up, Rob, in the world of boxing? Um, well, a bit of a, a local plug for me, really. Um, the, there was a show on BT that was um, that was going to be on at the back end of this month, funnily enough, the same night, 21st of May. Okay. Um, uh, Andrade and Zach Parker. Yeah. Um, now, on the undercard of that was um, a lad who's from the same town as me, um, Liam Davis, who uh, he's actually going to be fighting Mark Leach um, yes. in Mark Leach's first defence of his British title. So, um, so I thought, oh, that's great. So I got tickets for that. And then the fight, the, the, the show got pulled um, oh, because okay. um, Andrade got an injury. So I was thinking, right. oh, what am I going to do now? You know, tickets what ticket wise? Um, yeah. But then um, they've actually moved the whole undercard um, to my hometown. Um, oh so God. so now Liam Davis is going to be fighting in front of everybody from our town for the British title against Mark Leach in his first defence. Now, um, from what I hear, I don't think Mark Leach is very happy that he's got to have his first defence in, that in the challenger's backyard. Absolutely um, amazing. That yeah, absolutely so, amazing. Um, and that is uh, early June. So I am buzzing for that. And just a plug for Liam Davis as well, because um, he's unbeaten. He's... He started as uh, Bantam. He's now up to Super Bantam. Um, he's fighting quite regularly on on BT. Um, unfortunately, he had an injury himself recently as well, which meant he yeah. he couldn't um, fight Andrew Kane. But um, yeah, he's landed on his feet. He's got this British title shot, and um, we're all behind him. That is, uh, yeah, these British title shots. Honestly, Rob, you know what I'm like with boxing. They are the best fights you can actually watch and especially on in the smaller venues you just simply cannot beat it scintillating boxing so i think what we're going to do um with liam davis liam o'hare and, and jimmy first we'll, we'll put all their handles in to um on twitter when, when we broadcast this particular podcast so you can follow them and potentially turn up to the shows come and say hello to me and rob when we're there um it'd be a lot of fun wouldn't it rob Absolutely, yeah. What we'll do, we'll um, as as this thing grows, we'll you know get to more shows and we'll we'll post when when we're going to be going to them and um you know get people on, get people chatting about it, and um yeah, be a good laugh. Absolutely. Um, this is only round three of sports song. We've got lots more action coming to you, along with the twelfth round, which is our interview interview podcast show. Uh, we, we really have got some good names coming up, Rob, haven't we? On in, in oh, terms no. of uh, boxing, I wish I could say who's coming on, but I can't. I can't. So yeah, I, um... I, 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 I don't think we haven't got um, we haven't got dates put in yet. I think we'll no. wait until we've got them. The actual shows recorded, but we yeah, you know, uh, keep tuned into Sports Song. We've got some really good stuff coming on. We're working hard towards getting these uh, interviews for you. So uh, yeah, not just not just fighters either. I mean, you know, people off boxing Twitter or um, journalists, people within the sport. It doesn't they don't have to be in the ring. Um, no. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Um, so, everybody's welcome and um, yeah, bring it on. Indeed. Right. People listening, thanks very much. Make sure that you like the podcast, comment 
And if you can subscribe and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we will be forever in your debt. Um, we're grateful to people who listen as well. So uh, we will see you in round four, won't we, Rob? Yeah, brilliant. Have a good week, everybody. Take care, everyone.